Right, Colin, that's us about a third of the way in love. Um, if you listened to last week's show, if you've not, go back and listen to it. Um, right, so we are what does that mean? Are you, are you giving me a wank? Am I poking you or something? How does it work? Um, we're on <laughs> We're on to our... Are you still on the long vodkas? Uh, yes. Because the, the questions were quite difficult, so I've, I've had about four or five pints, man. I'm half-scooped. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I'm, I'm starting to like actually look inwardly at myself and think, fucking hell. Has my life been worth living almost? And the questions don't get any easier. I don't think in set two, Colin. Um, they don't. Let's let's just get right into it then. So, right, question okay. number one of set two, Jack. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? A really shallow one. Is it just like? The big Euro Millions lottery win, like the hundred ninety. Yeah. Is that the quickest way to make a hundred ninety million pound? Yeah, I think it would. Right. Be, yeah. So when's when's it going to roll over six weeks in a row? And then I want to be the one person that wins the big one. Like it happened it only happened a couple of months ago, didn't it? Somebody won hundred ninety million pound. Yeah. Right. So that that that's shallow as fuck, but it's the quickest way to make that much money, surely. It definitely is. Yeah. Unless you do, unless you just do the biggest accumulator. On the planet, uh, but you can't because they, they, can, they limit it yeah. to a million pounds. Unless you've got um, a million, a million different bets on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, bankrupt a bookie. That'd be funny, man. Imagine you bankrupt Paddy Power. That would be that would be fucking brilliant. But they um, can still game. <laughs> what is it? He sings to Stevie, and Stevie puts the pens Scotch in the holes. Corner. Scotch, Scotch corner. corner. Scotch <laughs> corner. Scotch <laughs> corner. Be brilliant. Um, I think I I would be. This is. It makes me sound really really fucking shitty person right but yeah i would be the same i would just want either the euro millions numbers or else i'd want to know the football scores for that weekend um i would like to know i don't think i'd like to know when i was going to die um i'd potentially like to know when my loved ones are going to die so that i can maximize my time with them perhaps that's, but, that's a pretty i don't, I don't know, know i don't know about that man Imagine you looked in and it was like next week. Ah, you might go die next week. You built that off for fuck's sake, man. Uh, no, could I, you I, I could you then do something though to prevent it happening? If you find out like your mum's going to die next week because she's going to walk in front of a bus, oh, right, yeah. mm, give her a lift. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, right, okay. But Maybe. I don't know if you if you start you see from Back to the Future if you start messing with time, it doesn't necessarily do good things. But yeah, I would basically do whatever I could to find out some sort of future that would make me rich. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast as always, and they were talking about. Have you ever heard of Malcolm Gladwell? He's got a massive podcast. Yes, he he does podcasts at like six hours long and stuff, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, so he he was on No Such Thing as a Fish, which is one of my favourite podcasts, the, the sort of fact based one, and he was talking about winning, like money and coming into that amount of money and how, and it and it inexplicably changes your life to, and I've never really thought about it like this. It's like needs and wants basically. So you're basically held back from what you you want through money most of the time. Like I want that Ferrari, you can't get it. But when you've got so much money, your whole everything just changes to because you can get everything. It's, yeah, he's talking about it from a psychological point of view, but it really fucks people up because they can get everything. So then it's not they can't really want anything anymore. Like even if you you collect Yeezys, for example, and it's. Like you're having, you have fun. Like let's say you have fun hunting, hunting out the new Yeezys, getting them. You get a budget of that. Oh, I got them for four hundred pound, and, and yeah, you're excited. But now you can buy every Yeezy in the planet, and it's just like so that's what your life 
that little bit of joys out your life. We do podcasting. Would you be fucking podcasting on a Thursday night or whatever with, with me, or, or would I be podcasting with you if I could be in fucking somewhere else? So that falls out your life. It was really quite an interesting conversation. I'd still want two hundred million pounds in my bank, but like, yeah, uh, yeah, it I, just I, seems you just kind of think I can't. I, I want. I, can't I want to come. Them. I want to come to that conclusion myself. If I'm, if I <laughs> exactly, and I, I'll tell you what. If I won two hundred million pounds, or I don't know, a, a billion pounds in the lottery, or whatever, and I couldn't use that money to make myself happy, then I, I think there's just something far, far wrong. Um, I, I think that would that, that would that would genuinely be drinking bleach time at that point because if you cannot make yourself happy with that money in your bank account and basically unlimited you... resources to do anything you want whenever right. you want, and I know what you're saying that okay you like buying Yeezys just now, and it, that'll be easy in the future so it won't be something that enjoys that you enjoy. At the minute, I don't enjoy buying yachts. Uh, right, okay, I, sure. I don't enjoy having a different Rolex every day of the week, right. but. You know what? I'll give it a go, and I'll find new things that I like. <laughs> so, bring it on. It seems it seems relatively simple. Yeah, it really does. But the problem, though, there's got to be psychological fucking things behind it. That's why there's a higher rate of suicide in lottery winners than any other portion of the planet or whatever like that. You know, I don't know. But yeah, I would still want. I'd, I'd still want a like you said. I would I'd still want a shot at it. Fuck's sake. Yeah, absolutely. I want to find out for myself. Um. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time, Jack? And if so, why haven't you done it? Um, can I want to say no, but does that make me seem like I don't have any dreams left? Because I, I, even just for the podcast, like I really wanted to start a podcast that kind of was a dream in inverted commas for years. We've done that through heart and hand and then wrong term memory, our own thing. We're, we're doing our own thing. It's fun. Um, people actually pay for it, the patents, the top potatoes out there, man, absolute legends. Like, that's fantastic. Try to start a networky type thing, it never quite panned out. So, like, I, I kind of, I took a shot at it, you know, so I, I, I wanted to be, I had it in my head, you could be a network boss or whatever, and then you could do all sorts of shit. So I tried it. Maybe didn't try it the right way, I tried it hard enough. Kind of almost chucked it within a wee while, but... Um, at the moment, dreams and why haven't I chased them? No, I just think I'm, I'm getting to that age where <laughs> it's going to sound really down. There's no point in having dreams that, if, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because you can, get, you can only get disappointed. I think that probably says something about my psychology there. But um, yeah, dreams, dream, dreams. I've had dreams in the past and they're kind of unachievable. So I don't want to disappoint myself. <laughs> that sounds really pathetic, maybe. But. What were you saying? Well, I don't know. Gabrielle taught me that dreams can come true. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know, probably just one that is achievable, one that, that shouldn't be so difficult, but I, I seem to find it so, is just getting healthier, mate, and getting fitter and right. being happier, basically. It's all things that there's quite, in theory, simple ways of doing that. Um, but I just seem to lack the willpower and the effort and the. I don't know what it is to actually go ahead and make it happen. So there's there's a real simple one for me, mate. Just get right. healthier, lose some weight, and be happier, basically. But it's it's far easier said than done for some do you, reason. Do you do you, do you then think that those two things with yourself are, are really closely linked? Then do you think if you're let, let's say unhappy in inverted commas, is it because you, you feel unhealthy or whatever? Is it are those linked? No, that, I don't no. think they're linked, and I don't think they are. <clears throat> 
I think there's a there's bigger picture stuff with everybody, isn't there? Aye. Um, what was there's, and there's certainly there's certainly more there's more reasons why people feel good or feel bad than just one thing. Aye. Um but I reckon feeling healthier and being fitter and just opening up help. your horizons to doing different things would be would make you feel happier. Like if you said to me tomorrow, and I know you would never say this, but if you said to me tomorrow, right, Saturday, you and me we're gonna go and climb a Monroe. Mm. Right? I would I fucking right. love I know you wouldn't, right? I'd fucking love to climb a Monroe. I, do you know what? This, this this is why I'm a fucking dickhead. I want to climb a Monroe to take a selfie at the top of it, right? right. But I couldn't climb a Monroe, mate. I would fucking die. So that that's just an example of one thing that I'd love to just wake up and be able to do. Do you know what I mean? Uh, a few so, of stuff have, like that. Well, not in a while, but maybe a couple of years ago was was it during the it might have been during or just before started climbing things like that and asking yeah. us like that. Nah, do I go? Do I do it? <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I would like to enough. do it. Like right. I don't. I, I, there's there's certain things like that I'd love to do, and that would be one of them. And you know, and the only person stopping that is me. So there you go. That's that would be my answer for that one. Yeah. What again? What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Um, my greatest accomplishment would be. Probably the episode with Barry from EastEnders. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Oh, I it. <laughs> uh, it would be my daughter. Um, and listen, it's a, it's a very easy thing to say. And it, I, I say a greatest accomplishment. It's We all know how children are made. Um, however, it, it, there's not that much to it. But she has grown up to be a wonderful, a wonderful woman. And... Uh-huh. I'm I'm just so proud of her. So there's nothing that comes close to answering that question other than her. Actually, I don't have kids, so it's a, um, I'm, go, I'm going Charlie. to put it out. I'm, I'm going to put it out there that most parents, I would imagine, that would, would say that. You know, it seems like a probably the right answer, but also a, you know an easy answer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But my um, kids. Everybody took my kids. But that I don't have kids, so my greatest accomplishment. Again, this is, I don't feel I don't feel like I've accomplished almost anything, you know? <laughs> like had a pretty basic life, got a job, do this. Accomplishments. It's quite good at bowls, you know what I mean? Like, like but listen, again, is it like you listen, you do you do podcasts that make people laugh, right? You do podcasts that make people think about things. You've got a job where you genuinely make people's lives better. So I maybe I'm a bit down on myself. I maybe I'm a bit down on myself. But again, it wasn't. It wasn't a. I suppose the podcasting was something that I set out to do. Like I want to do that. It's so set out. I had a, a goal, kind of slowly getting there or whatever. You know, you still want growth and stuff like that. So perhaps, yeah. Um, but like, but when it comes to accomplishment, I feel like because the, the, the word accomplishment to me means that you've <laughs> basically. It feels like like winning something or, or doing something extraordinary. Yeah, okay. No just talking shit to your pals and recording it and putting it out. Like that's not extraordinary. A million people do it. Um ach, fuck knows. Aye. These questions are getting a little bit nippy. So sure. uh, they are. <laughs> um what do you value most in a friendship? Um just like your pals. You you want your pals to be you want your pals to be funny. You want them to be honest with you as well. You don't want cunts fucking being snaky and all that. Um, 
fill it with tons of people. Everybody does it. It happens, you know. Somebody does something, I say something behind your back, and you're like, you're like, oh, true calls there, mate. Aye. So, going to sound um, a little bit bass here, but prob- probably honesty, you know, just like that, that shite, mate, or don't do that, or getting good advice, honestly, I think, um, is probably something that keeps a, an inverted commas, true friendship on the go. What about yourself? Um, yeah, I think it's hard to disagree with anything you just said there. Um, the only thing I'd probably add to it is um, probably the value the thing I value most is having friends that have both got your back and care about you, but they also appreciate and understand when you need left alone and when you just need space. Oh, yeah. So right. somebody asks you, you're right, and you can say, yeah, mate, I'm good, I'm fine, thanks for asking. But also somebody who asks you, you're okay, you're all good, and you can say, you know what, I'm not, but I will be. So don't stress, don't ask, don't chase me up. Just give me some time and I'll come back to you sort of thing. Those, though, That's probably the most important thing. I, another thing as well is, like, I just know, I knowing you, I might sound a little bit, but knowing you, like like you say, if everybody's going to a party or something or something's happening and just a wee thing, like you send a message saying, I'm not sure. Coded messages almost basically saying, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, you're yeah. mental. Like, you, like, what? Aye, and they just leave it and let it be and don't don't go like that. How come you didn't do that? How come you didn't do that? They just let it. They just know. They just go, right, okay. Let it slide. They couldn't be bothered or whatever. Um, just, yeah. So that understanding, understanding and honesty and like, you know, yours is a good one there about no, no fucking pushing you and things. You don't want to be pushed about, man. It's yeah. not worse. Yeah. Most treasured memory? My wedding day. Mm, again, seems like a real easy one for people that are married. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So yours are short and sweet. My most treasured treasured memory. Um, I don't want to say my memory is really bad, but it is. Um, these, are, these are very closely linked to like accomplishments and stuff, I'd imagine. Treasured memory. Again, I could say the first time I met Calm, but it was, it wasn't like that. Like she worked in a place. It was like oh, it wasn't like that. That's that spark or whatever. Yeah, you know, it was like she worked where I was, and it just sort of happened. So like I'd be lying if I said that. She doesn't listen to the show by the way. Thank fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, to, to give like a non kind of to give like obviously the Wednesday one is the one, but I, I tell you another one which is it's probably a bit of a a break for this podcast. But I'm going to do it. People know what we're all about. At Ibrooks at full time against Leipzig last season, right, um, okay. knowing that we'd reached our European final. Those those fifteen minutes from the whistle going and leaving the stadium was just incredible. This the music, celebrating with everybody, celebrating with the players. That's right. that's a moment that that's I don't take drugs. I've never taken drugs, like illegal drugs, I should say. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine there's something out there you can buy that tops that feeling or that experience that was just euphoric. Aye. First time I took an egg, it was fucking brilliant. Back there. <laughs> 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 oh dear. Um, I, I suppose, like, I never really thought about the football. Um, like, I wasn't at that game, but I still remember the, the previous semi final, uh, the Fiorentina game. Yeah. But that buzz as well, um, even just sitting in a mate's watching it on the telly. There was only three or four years, five, four years in the house. Um, but that buzzed and then gone away. We, we had left it late, hadn't booked it, and ended up phoning taxi companies and all that and getting a taxi up and done that. But the, yeah, I suppose that's what sort of, that's what sort of buzz. Um but, but that never really that never really came to my mind there. Um 
the football side of things, but I suppose it does make that my memory's that bad, but I do remember that night. That's yeah. how much it had an impact, I suppose. So yeah, I did something there and it's mad that a football team eleven guys can have that fucking effect on your your whole body chemistry and everything that you remember that for the rest of your life and you forget people's names you went to school with for six years, seven years, uh actively avoiding shit like that, you know. So Good stuff. Um, most terrible memory then, the polar opposite. Um, I kind of covered <laughs> this in the last one. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take this. Was just see my dad fall off the ladders, man. That was fucking yeah. horrendous. That's the worst yeah, thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't really know where to go from that one. Um, I, thought I spoke about getting to the final, probably the final. <laughs> <laughs> A week later, heavy gutted. But no, I don't know. I, 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 I don't think my, my most terrible memories happened yet, sadly. I think I've probably still got that ahead of me. Yeah. Um, yeah, my dad my dad died. But, um, so yeah, that, that's obviously going to... That's the easy answer for that as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, for that one's parents um, or whatever dying. So yeah, that, that's a bit, of a, a bit of a tricky number. This one's quite interesting, actually. Um, so if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly... Would you change anything about the way you are now living? Why? Um, so in theory, Jack, the obvious answer to this one is that you, you quit your work, you run up all sorts of debt, and you just have the year of your life. You go on holiday, you spend money like it's going out of fashion, and you have just the best of times. However, all you're doing then is just leaving your family all that debt because it doesn't just die with you, it just gets passed on, sadly. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really work in theory, but that is the kind of obvious go-to with that one. Um, Let's say I would probably go part-time and work. Mm -hmm. Um, I would... I'd find a way... I'd, 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 I'd find a way to just live the best life I could for the next year and do things that exclusively make me and the people important to me happy and wouldn't worry about the consequences, wouldn't worry about anything other than just building memories basically for the people you leave behind because they're, they're not going to be your memories, they won't mean anything to you soon. Right. Um, but yeah, that would that would probably be it. And I'd, I'd book in with you and do a big solid bunch of recordings to keep this going for a while after we die as well. You do a podcast called like something I'm literally dying or something to try to get right into the charts man pure pulling yeah, people's heartstrings and all pretty that pretty cool yeah <laughs> and, like, and the start every week would be hi Jack you'd say hi guys hi Colin how are you I'd say I'm still dead still, still yeah still dead yeah, yeah. That, that would be it um, again I'm going to be serious with this I think, my, I think my life would spiral out of control pretty quickly um, to be perfectly honest with you um, yeah just being honest Drink, drugs, all sorts. I, 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 would, I would probably be a selfish bastard uh, and get myself as fucked up as I could. Um, almost the polar opposite to what you were suggesting. Like, you, you get this lovely idea of creating these memories for your loved ones. I would just be, I think I would just spiral out of control and be a dickhead. Now, maybe not. Maybe with that 365 days, it would be a case of, right, that is a kick up the arse. That is, see your, see your mum more often showing stage in the corner. Damer things we can see your friends more, blah blah blah. It might be that, but I've just got a feeling, just the mindset of the whole of my life for twenty years it would probably just go out like and just spiral. To be perfectly honest with you, and that's what I'm here to do is be honest and then 
have some man love at the end of it. So you just to stay on this one for a minute. You Aye. talk about you find out you're going to die in a year. You find out you're going to die suddenly. That happens to people that are on death row. They find out they're going to die really suddenly, and they get to one last meal. What would your last meal be? And it was all stuff that you can exclusively buy from our sponsor, the wonderful butcher. Oh yeah, so definitely, definitely be having some sort of um, cured steak. What's the fancy oven thing, or is it a well, the dry aged steak? Dry aged steak. I'll be having that from David Cox Butchers, man. I think that's a pretty standard answer for everybody. Is steak basically? Yeah. So I, I would have. I would have. I think best, I would that's go, the best you're going to get in Glasgow, like literally. Yeah, they've won awards uh, as David Cox Butchers um, over in Brigton and in Kings Park. I would, I think I'd go for a mixed grill jack and just get the best cuts. I'd, I'd want the dry edge steak. I'd want lamb on my plate. I'd want some of the proper sausages. Right. Maybe a breakfast pie to start. And for dessert, I, I don't know what the dessert would be. I don't even get any sort of dessert in the butchers. But I don't know, some sort of ice cream. More but, meat. <laughs> yes, more sort of meat. <laughs> but yeah, the vast majority of it would come from uh, David Cox Butchers, who um, we used to have a coupon for that would get you free delivery it's expired now at the end of august but um nonetheless you should keep using them keep on their website they do home deliveries or you can go visit them in store and actually see how good they are yourself with your own eyes but do check them out all details are in the show notes as always the top lads as well they've done like they've like raised money for defibrillators and stuff like that for um for for people who take cardiac arrest and shit so yeah good guys as well as uh top meats i was gonna say yeah. top potatoes but top meats basically yeah and um, the defibrillator stuff's really important it's good that they do that but even more importantly they sponsor this show and enable you and i to do this so priorities yeah. big time so, big time absolutely I feel like we've covered this question so what does friendship mean to you we definitely covered that, right? Yeah, it means not having to answer that question. It, yeah, it means just patching it. Yeah, hundred percent. This one's quite interesting. What roles do love and affection play in your life? Uh, I'll take this one first. Me, me and Carla are quite, um, what do you call it, touchy feely. You know, um, yeah. we we sit on the couch, hold hands, um, each other, we kiss before I go to work and stuff like that. So we, we're quite touchy feely in that way. And it was, it was something I'll hold my hands up um, when we first. We sort of started seeing each other. I was, I was, I didn't feel too comfortable in that situation. You know, the sort of not massive displays of PDAs, uh, public displays of it, not massive ones, but even just a wee, a wee kiss at the bowling club. Or I was, wasn't, I'll admit, not particularly keen on it. But over time, um, yeah, we're pretty um, lovey and affectionate uh, still after seven years. Well. Um, I think it. I think the role is everything. To be honest, like, I think, uh, I mean, fair play to people out there that are single and happy and want to be single. But I just can't imagine somebody wanting to be single. I think you, I think you're put on earth to to find someone and make a life with somebody. And I think your life is infinitely better with somebody to love and to have affection with, and all the stuff that goes with it. So I think it's, it plays a really important role. Aye. And I think without it, from my point of view, without it, you're somewhat lacking. Um, fair play and kudos to MD that chooses to be single and wants to be single and is happy with that life. But Aye. I just think the you, you 
you need to share your space with somebody you need to be with somebody and you need to have that sort of stuff so yeah so for me it's super important mm. see this one is um I, th- I think we've been doing this right because we've been talking about our partners i think you actually might be speaking about each other <laughs> to be honest with you here because, ah, okay right I, th- I think that's what it is anyway because um otherwise why are you on a date basically okay only, that makes only, sense it's only really quick we'll be here Alternative sharing, something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. Oh, amazing. I'm going to sit back and just listen to this then. Wonderful. Right. I one each, right? What? F- five, right. it says? Aye, but you do, you do alternates turns. Oh, right, okay. I'm not going to just fire five at you, mate. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> then I'll just say, Aki's all right. Next question. Tip, tip for tat. <laughs> see, I, see, and this, this is another very... Hard thing for a Glaswegian guy our age to do <laughs> is be nice to your pals, right? Because you normally slag them and say, you're a big bleep, you're a wank, you're a this, you're a that. So actually trying to... Do you feel like I'm stalling here, mate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think you're, you need to think of five things and I think you're fucking struggling for one at the moment, but... Uh, um... Mate, I think you're funny. <laughs> that's what you say to the ugly girls <laughs> oh you're bubbly oh you're bubbly uh, yeah. right okay um, I something I admire about you Jack is that you genuinely at, at times not all the time but you've genuinely got this ability to just not give a fuck and just completely go your own way and you don't seem to care what people think and I think that's extremely admirable because I can't be like that. Yeah, and I think like, your, your willingness to help is, is something that, that's good as well. Like, And I'm talking about, like, I'm actually to do something, you generally kind of do it, you know? It's, and it's not it's not like me being a taking advantage person because, well, I hope you don't think I'm taking advantage, but if I go like that, mate, can you dare I show up with this or dare that? And you're quite willing and happy to sort of... Um, to do that, so I explain the workload, but it's more specifically about the podcast in there. But I um, generally feel um, that's something that's good. I I think that you are you've got a bond and a, a thing of care towards your dog Charlie. That and I think me living so close to you, I get to see that probably more than some people because. Rain, sleet, snow, cold. You're out there walking that dog two or three times a day. I, I find it hard to go to the shops and not bump into you with Charlie. Oh, and anytime Charlie's got something wrong with him when he needs to go to the vets and stuff like that, I can tell how stressed out you are about it. And it's somebody that's not got any pets and hasn't really ever had any pets apart from silly fishies, then I think that's quite an admirable thing to have. And I think you're lucky to have it. I think it's. I'd imagine most, I mean, you will get some dickheads out there that have dog owners that are absolutely fannies, but most dog owners will have that or will at least grow that bond with their dogs, you know. I don't think that's a particularly uncommon thing for dog owners to, you've got to take your dog out. And it is annoying sometimes. I'm not a fucking saint. I'm like, hurry up, you bastard. Take a shite. It's fucking pissing the rain. I mean, it's like annoying. Um, So maybe it's not all, um, maybe it's not all sort of diamonds and shit like that. Um, I'm really fucking not enjoying this one, man. This is making me feel <laughs> uncomfortable as fuck. <laughs> oh, I'm being perfectly honest with you here, mate. Um, share a total of how many items? Share a total of a total of five. Is that 
Wait, have we done five or is it five each at Disney Quest? I think it's five each, I think, which... I don't think we're going to get them. <laughs> Aye, see, like, if you see if you just met somebody, like, which I think this is basically what you met today, because it's maybe a fucking stranger you're talking to here. You yeah, would, you would say, easier. you're bubbly, you're pretty, um, you've got good, you're funny, you're interesting, um, you, you, you dress really, you dress you really well. well. I can tell I like, you've taken a lot of pride yeah, in your appearance. I like your name. Yeah, yeah, you would be saying. This isn't for two pals to fucking die. Two <laughs> middle-aged Glaswegians trying to fucking do ten compliments in five minutes is, let's be fucking honest, impossible. I'll tell you what, right, I'll tell you what. <laughs> and here, here's, here's, here's one, right, I think it's easier to do it this way. Um, obviously, this show will go out on Patreon first for the patrons, the good guys. Of course. And Patreon has a fantastic feature where people can leave comments, right? Right. So... You leave comments, listeners. You tell us what the positive characteristics of Jack and I are. Oh, tell us how brilliant we are. Don't. And um, don't worry about not finding the words or having to write a couple of paragraphs. Just go for it. Knock yourselves out and write as much <laughs> as you want. Um, Please don't. And I'd, I'd very much like to read that, so thank you. Ah, oh, the silence there. Because I don't want people to do that, but now you've put it out there, I'm positive <laughs> that a few people will. Um, um, just to reckon, my next one for you is going to be how honest you are, um, and that you genuinely will. I, I could turn around to you right and say, "Fucking hell, Jack!" Right, I literally just watched this TV program, right, and it is the best thing I've ever seen. Right, this happened on it. This happened on it. This happened on it, and oh my god, it was fucking amazing. Go watch it. And you will genuinely turn around and go, ah, I'm probably not going to do that, mate. No, I won't. No. <laughs> and it is a very good, it's a very good trait that you've got. So, fair play. But uh, we, we mentioned the honesty and friendship earlier on. We're both yeah, honest with each other. You know what I mean? Like, let's be honest about being honest. Yeah. yeah. Right, good stuff. Um, right, this one again, um, quite a, a touching one, perhaps. How close and warm is your family? This is quite an interesting one for me, actually. Um, do you feel your childhood was happier than most people's? I'll take this one first, right? Yeah. I'll answer the second question, the second part first. I do feel like my childhood was happier than ours. I just do. I feel like I was brought up in a loving household, blah, blah, blah. I felt like I had a great time. I was never wanting for stuff, you know? Like, yep. I, it wasn't a case of I had all the best stuff. I never had all the best stuff, but I was never, like, left behind or, like... To, to that stage where you may end up getting bullied and stuff like that at school, you know, because kids are cruel. So, yeah, I, I think it was happier than most people's. Now, how close and warm is your family is an interesting one because I hate most of my family. There we are. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Uh, I love my mother. Um, I'm fond of my stepfather. Um, I obviously love my dad. But my mum and dad were both married before they had me and had two boys and a girl each so i'm the youngest but i'm the youngest half brother basically so I've yeah four half brothers and two half sisters right and we were kind of close and then my dad died and then that's when people's true colors really come out in family sometimes you start to see you're a fucking prick or you're a prick and all or turns out you're a prick oh fuck in an hour prick my family's full of pricks man um a lot of shit went down 20 odd year ago and i've not spoke to um, my two brothers or 
my sister on my dad's side and I've not spoke to the two brothers on my mum's side. I only speak to one of my sisters, one of my half-sisters, and that's my mother's daughter from my previous relationship, uh, the one called Jackie, because my mum was so unoriginal when naming her children, she decided to name me after my sister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my big sister's called Jackie, and I'm called Jack. Well, I actually was christened Jackie as well. Your um, mum's like George Foreman? I basically, Jackie, Jack, Jack, all spelled different. Jack, Jackie, 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 Jackie I.E., Jackie Y. <laughs> um, but I was, I was christened Jackie, and I hated it my whole life, and I changed my name to Deadpool when I was 16. Fuck off. Are you telling the truth? Yeah. No, you're not. You're fucking no, at no, it. No, 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 mate. I swear to God. Uh, on my birth certificate, it was Jackie, Sh- Jackie Shaw, and I changed it to Jack <laughs> Shaw. Wow. Okay. Uh-huh. That's it amazing. cost, uh, at the time, it was... Uh, per letter, I'm pretty sure it was. I think it was 18 quid to drop the Y in my name and change all my documents, my bank statements, and all that. Fuck. Okay. Hated it my whole life. Hated Does she still call you Jackie, or is she going out of it now? No, no. It's, I don't. Know, I was. I, I was never called Jackie. It was just on my birth certificate, and right, that was the okay. thing that annoyed me. That it was there. I was never. I was always been called Jack, and I hated being called Jackie because I always seen it as a girl's name because my sister was called Jackie. Yeah, that so, makes sense. Uh, it was uh, it was a real bugbear, I mean, my whole sort of adolescent life. You can see all sorts of puberty and all that, your life's changing, and cunts are calling you Jackie. And they're going, it's your real name, fuck up. You know, well, it's no enemy, you bastards, I changed it. So, hey, yeah. okay. you never knew that about me, did you? I didn't, no. Um, but I, I'm glad you told me, Jackie. Um, <laughs> moving <the> on. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, um, I feel my family, I don't have a huge family. I've got a I've got a mother and a father. I've got a sister who we're not particularly close, but we get on ish. Um, I've got a couple of uncles, and I've got an aunt basically, and that's pretty much my family. It's not huge at all, um, but we're close and we're warm in certain ways, and like. Like you, I don't think I could have asked for a better upcoming upbringing. I had a family and parents that were very loving, made sure I had, within reason, pretty much anything I wanted. Um, they weren't strict. They pretty much let me do what I want. Um, can't complain about any of that sort of stuff. As an adult, got a fantastic relationship with them. Um, the one thing, and this is maybe a bit weird, as touchy-feely and as um, tactile as I am, I've never really been like that with my parents. Like, I, I hardly ever, like, give my mum a hug or anything like that. Or... I've only started doing it the last couple of years. Like, give my yeah. mum like, a big hug and a kiss when I, I leave and stuff like that. See, I've only started doing it the last couple of years, I mean, man. Only, like, Christmas and birthdays is the only time I ever right. do it. I don't know why. Um, even, like, shaking hands with my dad, like, only really happens when Rangers win and stuff like that. Oh. Um, but I know that I could go to them and say, listen, I'm fucked. I need your help. And it would just unconditionally be given to me. Mm-hmm. And I would do the same for them, so I don't think you can ask for much more than that. No, and I suppose it kind of leads into the, the last question of this set, which is how do you feel about your relationship with your mother? And it's a well-known thing, I think, everywhere that, again, Glaswegian men are quite open about being mummy's boys quite a lot of it. Um, <laughs> and I would say that I was definitely one of them I fall into that category. Um not that I preferred my mother to my father, you know what I mean? But a mummy, a mummy's boy. That's what, that's what a lot of Glaswegian people are, Glaswegian guys especially. So great relationship with my mum. Glad you're still here. 
see her every now. I should probably see her more often. Um, that's probably one thing that's come up um, because she does only stay ten minutes away, so I could probably see her every day if I wanted to. That's maybe a bit of overkill, but I have invited her to that drag night I was talking about at the bowling club. So oh, right. I invited my my mum and my stepfather to come with me and Carlin rather than going with. Yeah, you know, like pals or anything like that. I just don't know. I'll take my ma. So I'm maybe getting a wee bit better at stuff like that uh, again the last couple of years. So yeah, great relationship with my mum. Not to complain about. You the same? Similar? Um, yeah, similar. Me, I think. I think mothers and fathers, you, you have different needs and requirements from them, um, and use them for different things. But um, I saw I saw a wee clip from a podcast recently, and it was these guys talking about how often they see their parents. Uh-huh. And this guy said that he sees his parents basically every six months because he lives quite far away. Okay. And the guy that was the guy that was asking the question, Jack, said to him, um, "Well, what age are your parents?" And he said they were seventy. And he said, "Well, um, if you see them every six months, if they live to be ninety, you're only going to see your mum and dad an hour twenty four times." Fucking hell! Uh-huh. And. Yeah, it is fucking mad. Did that hit home? <laughs> yeah, it massively did. It massively did for this fellow. And and like you can obviously six months a bit extreme. I doubt there's many people that only see their parents every six months unless they live really far away. But you can Lots calculate it out. Yeah. You see them once say you see them once a month and they live for another five years, you're going to see them fifty times basically. It's just I think when you start thinking about it, especially when you get to the age that you and I are That's horrendous to think about. It is, isn't it? Like if mama I if, if I see my ma once a month for the she, and she's got 10 years it's only 120 times yeah it's that's, that's fucking horrible to think about man <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for bringing it up no um, no that's made me about to go see my mum early uh, yeah well I was talking earlier but my boiler's been broken for a month and I've been going to mum and dad's house every day for a shower so I'll be honest I'm due a break from mine right? <laughs> yeah exactly but... <laughs> you can go over the top for sure <laughs> but yeah I, I, listen there's, there's definitely there's definitely a there's an, there's an age that you get to right. where your parents, you, you kind of, it's not that you stop learning things from them or you stop, maybe you stop being nurtured by them or they stop being your parents. They do become more of like your friend sort of thing. And then there's also, there's, so you probably noticed it with your mum as well, that your parents then retire from work and they start having more fun. And you actually become almost the parent to them in some ways because they start doing mad things and you start worrying about them. And oh. they start like um, getting ill or not well and stuff happens and you start to stress about them the way they did about you. There's, there's a real metamorphosis that goes on between the relationship. But I just I just think that we're both, we're both extremely lucky. We've got a great relationship with my mum. If, if MD ever hurt my mum. I would get violent, I think, for the first time in my life because I'm not a violent person. But if somebody right. hurt my mum, I think I'd go fucking nuts. Um, but yeah, I think we're both very lucky. I think so. And we'll call it a day there, um, the end of set two. And yeah, we'll be back with you next week again. Not in fact, what I'm going, what I'm going to say here is, patrons, see the comments. Is this a bit deep? This shit, and you really don't want to hear it. Put it in the comments, like and. We'll maybe wait a couple of weeks until we put part three out <laughs> because we're going to put part three out because it fills a space. Let's be honest, but maybe it's too much for three weeks running. Let us know in the comments, um, and we'll maybe we'll maybe do something different, a little bit more light-hearted because I'm starting to feel like Colin's getting pumped. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, that's a good point. Let us know in the comments as well as 
all your compliments for us and stuff as well. We definitely want to read those. And um, I, Colin, will be back with you next week alongside my good friend Jackie. Right, you then. Bye. You cunt. <laughs> <laughs>